Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Okay, we're playing Jimmy's Cash for real today. It's happening, yes. people. This is it. It was all practice last practice. practice. This is what we practiced for. So we'll be playing. So it's you playing, not us. It's the listeners playing. Thank you for the clarification, Jimmy. Um, and then you're listening for Guns N' Roses. When you hear Guns N' Roses, be caller number 95. You're going to that show in October. It's in October. It's in this mm-hmm. October. Not October 2032. No. This October. This October. All right. And we got to deal with you. Yeah. And the celebrity jet pool Interesting wager. weekend for Jimmy. Have you just completely given up on drinking box wine? Or oh yeah, s- totally. Why did, did I have no reason to? Because you guys are taking all my. Pay- I have nothing left. Where's the violin? I have, like it's our fault that he can't <laughs> control his drinking. It's all you guys have done this to me. You've taken. Everything. I never said that. Look what they did to my boy. He just said it. I said I have nothing left. You said you so why even bother? Everything from me. <laughs> I love it. It's never his fault. I never said that. Check the tape. I said you guys took them from me because <laughs> I cheated. All, it's all our fault. So yeah, that's the underlying. Sorry, tone. Jimmy. Find their podcast at 957cruisefm.ca. Welcome to the locker room. We're calling Dean Blundell, Cryer Media. Good morning. Morning. What a record. <laughs> Shortest length of employment. Well, for an NHL head coach, yeah, it's got to be. I mean, I was combing my records yesterday looking to see who'd been fired before the season started after getting hired after the season ended. Never happened, so I think it's a record. I don't even think they've had camp yet. <laughs> well, they've had a, yeah, yeah, they've had camp, but they haven't. I think they've had they haven't even had an exhibition game. I mean, that is, that is incredible. That's impressive. And, and you know, it's fascinating to me, too, because, like, you know, we do – a ton of traffic and we'll put out an article about PP or we'll put out an article about whatever stupid people on cryer media. You know, it'll get, yeah. Cryer media and it'll get, you know, I don't know, 400,000 impressions, you know, a thousand likes. So we put out the Babcock news yesterday, four minutes after it broke <laughs> like three likes. No one gives a, uh, you, you like, know what? Really cares. That's yeah. that's what I I wanted to actually touch on it. I want to touch on two things mm-hmm. because you and I keep talking about this. Um, we text back and forth. We've talked. We've had you on the locker room now multiple times to talk about Babcock. And yes, I'm afraid no one cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody here cares. Like, city of Toronto's got its own well, problems. Right? I'm so fascinated by this story. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. For me, I was like, that must feel bad for Mike Babcock being like, wow, John Tortorella lasted longer than me. <laughs> I'm not worse than him, am I? <laughs> What's next? They're going to hire Pierre Maguire back? <laughs> uh, 
you got to read. I'm going to get Grant to read his statement. Babcock released a, uh, a statement. Just pay attention, everybody, and is this see. Is a real you, statement or yes, is this a Grant statement? This no, is a no, real this, one. This is a real one. But pay uh, attention right. and see if you can hear any sort of regret upon reflection it has become clear that continuing as head coach of the columbus blue jackets was going to be too much of a distraction well i'm disappointed to not have had the opportunity to continue the work we've begun i know it's in the best interest of the organization for me to step away at this time i wish everyone in the organization well in the upcoming season (laughs) that doesn't sound like an apology (laughs) that sounds like i was right the world is screwed I'm going to go back to Saskatchewan. <laughs> yeah, kids are babies. Um, I, I, you know, it, it's, it is what it is, right? You know, Mike Babcock is um, not a good person. And I, I think I think people who are not good people tend to put themselves in these positions by doing dumb shit. It just yeah. happens all the time. And, and, you know, Mike Babcock can wax about how good of a guy he is and he can – share stories with people about, you know, how much he, he loves to help people in his province of Saskatchewan and all that other stuff. But you're never going to take the asshole out of Mike Babcock. He's no. got one gear and one gear only, and that's the asshole gear, right? So, you know, it's it's unfortunate. But, uh, well, is it? I mean, is it unfortunate? I, I couldn't believe he got hired in the first place, you know. Yeah. After everything yeah. we've heard about him being not being a team building coach, and, I think that was you know, in the head office. Eight though. million dollar contract too, like four four million a year. Yeah, I think that's he. There was a buddy. There was a buddy sitting in a chair that that pulled that pin. That's what so? I is what I think. Yeah, I, I think somebody in that organization drank with him on a deck at a lake in Ontario at some point one year. That, that's that's the sense that I get out of that one. You know what? You might be right. I, I just don't. You know, I think I think he's a good coach. That's the thing, right? You don't want to stand like up because you're a crappy coach. Yeah. Um, you don't have the winning percentage that he has because you don't know what you're doing. And so maybe the juice might have been worth the squeeze for Kekalainen, who's the GM of, of the Columbus Blue Jackets. But it's just so weird how a dude like that would be chased out of the biggest market in the NHL's, uh, you know, in the, in the NHL grouping. It's easily the biggest market. It makes the most money. It's just, and, and he gets chased out for being a dick well you think like if 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 the receipts were there for you being a dick you'd go back to the drawing board and go okay i need to learn how to communicate with these younger people i need this is like like just once like i need to learn how to talk to these guys i need to learn maybe some new skills and ideas about how to be able to do my job if you wanted to do your job again but like let's introduce the idea that mike babcock might be a good coach but he is so stupid that he didn't even take a second to even assuage people by apologizing once for any of the previous yeah. And now yeah. this stuff, he True. just thinks it's regular fare, right? Yeah. So I think they just fired a dumb coach. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you're wrong. The one thing that I don't like about this, the fallout from this, is that I think Biz Nasty is going to be unbearable. but you know what here's the thing like you know i was thinking about it from a corporate standpoint and from the standpoint that we operate in fellas you guys are in media right in Mm -hmm. media you'll get a story and the industrial complex or the nhl complex will somehow figure out a way to threaten you or make you feel like if you tell that story you're going to lose access to the parking garage and at uh, rexall place uh, and you can't cover the oilers that kind of stuff right yeah 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 it it happens Let's give those guys at, at, at Spit and Chicklets some credit. Mm-hmm. Because when the NHL 
and Mike Babcock and the Columbus Black Blue Jackets actually put up a fight and said, hey, this is wrong, it's a lie, it's misrepresentation. Those guys doubled down mm-hmm. and then tripled down, and they got a result. Yeah. And that doesn't happen very no, often. So no, it's kind the, of a watershed. Yeah, the fa- and, and I think that's part of the reason why I'm so fascinated by it, because the, the right. media landscape is changing so significantly. 10, 15 years ago, maybe not even, that story would have just been crushed. Yeah. Right, and you would have seen tons of mainstream articles talking about how, you know, Biz is a terrible person. Biz did this. Yeah. These guys are. You know, you would have seen the sewer in full effect, but you didn't. Like yeah. these guys, you know, you're for for the first time that I can remember, you're seeing a not a media company, but like an independent group of media guys stand by their guns on a story that was yeah. absolutely nuclear, and they they took out a, a, a multi billion dollar industry in the process. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I, I don't think we need yeah. to dwell on it anymore. I I don't think Isn't we're going to miss Babcock. Didn't you, didn't you call to publicly dwell on it? Yeah, I, think you did. <laughs> I know. How surprised were you to see that text from me yesterday? We need to talk about Babcock again. <laughs> It's, right. a, it's an awesome story. I mean, just it is. the fact that he didn't even get a chance to coach a game because he was too much of an asshole. You're some asshole when that happens, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dean, thank you for your time today, brother. Boys, be good. Have a great day. See ya. Dean Blundell, Cryer Media, Cryer.co. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. So, <laughs> I, I shouldn't laugh. Okay, I'll paint the picture because... Um, I was a bit at fault mm-hmm. in the golf course. Wow, admitting, confrontation. admitting fault, eh? I I will admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> um, but I think the bigger part of this story is this guy was not having a good day. Okay, and I think the problem was is they didn't have anybody at the at the start. And so some twosomes took off. Oh, there was nobody telling people when to no. when to hit. Yeah, that'll no. cost them. So it, it so it was a yeah. little bit slow. It was a bit of a slog yesterday. So there was a foursome in front of the twosome in front of us, and they were partying, so they were slow. And then this couple was in front of us, and then there was two kids behind us, and it was it was pretty slow. Yeah. This guy was cursing like crazy on the first couple of holes. And he was hitting multiple balls. And anyway, on the front nine, mm-hmm. there's a par five. And I got a hold of my drive and I hit it really well. And I hit to the 200 marker. And I'm like, 200, I got to go for it. So I pulled out my three iron, which normally I would hit 195, 200. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they were off the green and they were at the, the, the tee box for six. Yeah, and I hit it, and it bounced on the on the cart path on the left of the hole. Oh yeah, and it rolled up in behind them. Now they're t- still twenty five feet away. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't. I didn't think to apologize. Then on thirteen, <laughs> Deb got a hold of one. Like mm-hmm. she smoked it, and she hit it probably two hundred plus, and it rolled up behind them, and so she felt bad. Yeah, right. So she drove up. Parked behind them, they were they were at the next tee box. Yeah, she apologized. Everything was fine. Then on the 18th hole, so it gets to the end. Gets to the end. They're in the rough. It's a dog leg right, mm-hmm. and they're in the rough on the left hand side of the hole. Okay. Okay. 
And then they both hit out of there and they get in the car and then they start driving. So I'm like, okay, they're going to the green. They hit it to the green. It's only 150 yards from that corner, yeah. 165 yards from where they were, whatever. They must have made it. And so I put my ball down and I tee up and I got a hold of one. <laughs> there's a tree, there's a big bushy tree right at the corner. Okay. And I flew the tree and had a bit of a draw and landed just on the other side of the water. <laughs> and then, of course, they stop. So he's on top of the hill. He ducked yeah. it. So he, he didn't hit the ball to the green. And so we get up to my ball and he's waiting on the green. And he starts yelling at me because I'm looking for my ball. And he goes, I threw your ball in the water. So he walked. I saw him walk down. And he grabbed my ball and he chucked it into the, into the water. And I was like, whatever. I, like I, and if, if he had said, hey, listen, you've been on us all day, I would have said, but now he's angry. Yeah. Right now he's raging, and his, and his wife is like she's scurrying to the cart. <laughs> she wants to get away. She wants to get away, and then I I I walk back to my wife where she was, and he she's like, "What did he say?" And I said, "I think he's he's mad. He threw my ball into the water." <laughs> <laughs> and so I uh, I saw I watched him going to the parking lot because I am one of those guys. I'm going to avoid a fight if yeah. I can. I'm 53. For the best. I got glasses. I've never fared well in any conflicts like this. Yeah. Right? I am not a good fighter. By the time I get my hand back in most fights, I've been punched four times. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sitting. We drive into the parking lot when I think they've gone. Mm -hmm. Right? And he circles around, and I think his wife. He was waiting. <laughs> his wife. I think his wife said, no, nah, no, nah, let's go home. Yeah. And guess what he was driving? Um... A Dodge Ram. Black Dodge Ram? Yeah. Black. By the way, which is a beautiful truck. It is a beautiful truck. And he had a very new one. For some reason. For some reason. He was tailgating people on the way home. Angry men drive those trucks. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> so I avoided a conflict. Yeah. I didn't get punched out in the parking lot That's at the too Goose. Bad. Jimmy and I would have enjoyed if you came in yeah, with a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of missing teeth. <laughs> Thanks for the support. <laughs> Three, two, the locker rooms. Jimmy at the movies. I shall call him Minnie. It's like Minute at the movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch on the weekend? The River. Beans, what the hell are you doing up there? I damn near killed you. They took my farm. I don't want to shoot you, but I'll do it. It's a really good movie. I said. Uh, I've never seen it before this weekend. It's I'm sure was very I've seen it. very realistic. It I've was never like seen he that. had a farm. It was right near the river. There was a company that was you know trying to take over the valley as they were uh, they wanted to put a dam in there to irrigate his stuff. It was it was an intense movie. Like the acting in it was great. Like there was a lot of uh, Mel Gibson did great. Uh, Sissy Spacek. Please. That's how we ended up there, yeah. because we were at John Travolta, Carrie, Sissy Spacek, and she then the River. She got nominated for that one? For a the Academy Award for Best Actress? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, they they were really good. It was... I don't think Mel is, is given his due, right? Because he's kind of crazy now. Like, well, yeah, now he's, he's nuts, but... Yeah. I mean, even as a director... 
the movies he's making now are, are usually really good. Yeah. Um, so I thought he was nominated for a bunch for the as a director and stuff like for, for Passion I, of the Christ. I think he he got some nominations or something from that. Uh, well, yeah, and he the the Colin Farrell. One. Yeah, there's a bunch he's been nominated for, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I again, like I said, I always enjoy I, a Mel Gibson movie. I don't hate a Mel Gibson mm-hmm. movie, right? I don't know if I'd go up for dinner with him. <laughs> <laughs> Might avoid that. Uh, what do you uh, got for a rating for The River with uh, Sissy Spacek? I gave it a five. And Get out of here! And and the thing is, is I looked up I too. looked up the tomato score on it, and they rated them low. It was a twenty four, and only forty nine percent for audience. Huh? But it was. I thought it, it was done really well. It was very Ladies realistic. And gentlemen, Jimmy sails his own boat with these movie reviews. <laughs> it's like it was very realistic. Uh, you could feel the pain of the families as they were going through Good all acting. that. And- there you go. All right. Okay. Jimmy at the movies. The River getting a uh, a five. Wow. Buttered cobs of Tabor corn today. Time now for James P. White's Monday Morning Motivation. If you do not thrive to be the best, if you do not push yourself to be the greatest, you will accomplish nothing. How badly do you want it? How badly do you want it? The Locker Room News. Health Canada says they will review a decision by a panel of American experts who say that a common decongestant doesn't work. Um, so there's big news in last week in the States, but oh, this, this, yeah. this group, advisors to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, uh, voted unanimously against the common decongestant phenylephrine. I don't know. Phenylephrine? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's, it's found in Sudafed and in Dayquil. It's the replacement for the one that they make meth with. So back oh. back a few years ago, they they uh, made it illegal to sell the one that people were making meth okay. with, unless you get it be from the pharmacist. So this was the replacement for it that you could buy so that over you, the, could put, you could just buy on the shelf. Oh, good news, everybody! Uh, but it doesn't work. The apparently. meth Sudafed's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is related to the pill form. They say the nasal spray works. Because it gets where it needs to go immediately. Okay. But when you take it orally, um, it's something to do with your liver breaks. That's what she said. <laughs> your, uh, take it up the nose, not not oral. Uh, your liver breaks it down too fast, I guess. So, yeah, it was. I've been watching a lot of videos about that because they're talking about kids specifically. Like, hey, this isn't really working. Like, try this and this and this and yeah. All right. Okay. So. What I know do Jimmy you, likes what to do you the Fed. take? He he's got a bunch of stuff. Yeah. He's still mad that they pulled that Dristan off the shelf. <laughs> yeah, Drist, Dristan is the the one that worked the most because of the antihistamine. <laughs> so what was the Dristan that you were and why did they pull that? The Yank, I was just that, I was just looking it up to see if it's the one that Grant was talking about that was used to make meth, but it was Sudafed that was u- used to make meth. No, but you had one uh, that you said uh, they Dristan. Sudafed is a brand. It's yeah. what's in the Sudafed. Uh, Drist, yeah. Dristan, they don't make the spray uh, the pills. One. No, the pills. Okay, maybe that was the same thing. Maybe they had something in that yeah. as well, right? Anyway, hmm. the one thing I found that has the that works for me is 
uh, Advil cold and flu has the antihistamine that works for I my find um, if you're having problems with a pill form of something, crush it up and snort it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just or, like to inject or just, it. <laughs> or just or, or your yeah. usual cure to anything, boiling water. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a little sesame seed oil. Yeah. Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're going to lose. Please. All right. We got Andre on the phone. He is Hello. the first one to play Jimmy's Cash Here for we real. Go. It's a simple contest. Andre, you have 25 seconds. You need to answer five questions correctly. If you do, you walk away with $500 of Jimmy's Cash. Woo! All right, boys. Woo-hoo. Let's do this. I, I hope need, you lose. We need full names as well, Andre. If there's questions with, with names involved, we'll need full names for this. All right. Gotcha. Okay. So as... What we did last week, we're going to continue to do because Grant's the only one that can read in the room. So he's going to read the questions, okay? And if you miss one and there's still time, he will repeat the question again if you get it wrong, okay? Right on. Okay, Andre, you ready? Ready. Three, two, one. What's the capital of Alberta? Edmonton. What band is known for their face paint and stage outfits? Uh, ICP. <laughs> What's the only professional baseball team that Mickey Mantle played for? Oh, the Cubs. What's the actor's name that plays Deadpool? Ryan Reynolds. And who I'm, serves the Big Mac? Sir, who served what? Who serves the Big Mac? Oh, McDonald's. And the other one was Kid. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Say bye-bye to my bucks, baby. Better luck next time. You uh, you got Andre. Ki- it was Kiss and I know. Mickey Mantle played for the Yankees, not the Cubs. Like, oh, okay. Well, I got two wrong then. Yeah. Andre. Right, nice try. We, thank you. Thank we really you for wanted, not taking my cash. We really wanted you to take Jimmy's cash <laughs> yeah, this morning. I really no, we wanted didn't. To. All right. I really wanted All to. right. You can try again if you get through. All right, brother? Good luck, man. Awesome. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Now, Grant Johnson. This is kind of sad. What did you or are you having for breakfast today? Is it cereal? Because apparently, apparently the cereal industry is, is dying. I guess uh, parents don't want their kids eating a big bowl of sugar for breakfast anymore. <laughs> like I said, it, it said it's sad, really. It's declined so much that even Kellogg's, makers of Fruit Loops, Frosted Flakes, Apple Jacks, Cocoa Pops, and more, have split up their company. So they're putting the sugar cereals under a different company name because they know it's going to be dead soon. So they don't want to be a part of it anymore. Listen, I didn't learn a lot in school. But what I did learn is that sugary cereals are a part of a balanced breakfast. They taught us that with the food pyramids. Are you telling me they were lying to me? Listen, sugar cereal, good. Eggs, bad. Eggs will kill you. A bucket of sugar and milk will save you from heart disease. But bacon is a one-way ticket to a grave. Sugar cereal. Soon to be another victim of millennials, <laughs> along with Kleenex, cable TV, and canned tuna. Rest in peace, Fruit Loops. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. You know what will never go out of fashion? Corn on the cob. Support White Corn Farms today by buying a shirt. Text now for the link to shop. The Locker Room. My youngest. If you've heard me talking about her, I affectionately refer to her as Bluebird. 
And um, she's the dancer. She's the one in Vancouver now that's teaching. Mm -hmm. And she has, how do you explain her sense of humor? Oh, quirky. Yeah, Yeah. it's different, right? I think you guys Mm -hmm. have, I've talked enough about her that you get a sense that she's a bit different. Uh, She skates on a different pond. Ish, awkward-ish. What? No. Like okay, never mind. I wouldn't say she's awkward at all. Not, she's very no, friendly. I'm just, yeah. Not, no, I'm not yeah. saying that, that she's not friendly. I, okay, I'd say quirky is the word. Quirky. Okay. Yeah. 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 Jimmy, please. <laughs> Sometimes just. <laughs> I'd say think before you, but I know. <laughs> anyway, so she will. I'd say once or twice a week, I'll get something from her, and it's. Just it's just different, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's a text and it's it's something and I never know where it's coming through. I never know the content and I just play along because I along know I know my daughter. Mm-hmm. Right? So late last week she sends me this note, a text. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? And I was like, very rarely. And she responds, fascinating. And then I just forgot That's about it. That's it. You didn't hear anything more. I'm not going to press pressure her because I know she's not going to give me any details. It's the way she's wired, mm-hmm. right? She's just she floats stuff out there and sees where it goes, and then and it seemed like an odd question, but it came from my daughter. Right? Yeah. It came from the 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 quirky daughter. And then this weekend, I'm seeing this whole thing about how. People are asking, women specifically are asking men, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And they're turning into, like, TikTok things. It's the biggest trend right now. And Mac did it to you? Well, yeah, she said to me, how how often do you think about the Roman Empire? I was like, never. I don't. I, and then I started to see it on TikTok, and it, the the video, the original or the hashtag has like a billion views. Like it's funny, everyone's asking their their boyfriend or husband, how often do you think about the Roman? Empire? Apparently, a lot of guys do. Jimmy, do you think about the Roman Empire in a day? No, he doesn't. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, when now I'm studying I, lightsaber styles a little bit because of gladiators, but. <laughs> Okay. Now I keep seeing videos of it. So now I'm thinking about it because I keep seeing videos of all this. I know where it comes from because okay. a friend of mine got asked on social media this weekend and he went off about it. Mm-hmm. And he's a stoic. Okay. It's it's tied to stoicism, I think. Okay. So if you end up striking gold with this question, yeah. your boy's into stoicism. Mm. Okay. So that, yeah. Stoicism Which, is like... It's a red flag. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like an old philosophy, right? Of like, don't show your feelings, or yeah. I, I don't even know what stoicism means. <laughs> We're not very stoic on this show at all. Um, generally yeah. speaking, it's uh, the only way I know how to describe it is based on um, my observations of people that are that claim to it. be into it. You're like yeah. that person, that person. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, and yeah. generally speaking, it's it's. Um, the people that are into it are generally pretty smart mm-hmm. and um, are, are I wouldn't say scholars, but are not afraid to grab a book and open it up and read it. We're not readers here. No. And also, stoicism is a... It's a faith replacement, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. And I, Something and again, to like... If, yeah. if the person you know that I know... 
that's into this, and we won't say his name, mm-hmm. heard me say that, they he'd would be quite angry. He'd be choked at me. <laughs> but that's what it is. Yeah. That's my sense. I think people... It's something I've, to belong to. And I've said this before. Like a way to live your life. I have a real problem with religion. I do not have a problem with faith. I think mm-hmm. people need something to believe in. And I've always maintained that. And if And I've always respected anybody's choice to believe in something. So I don't want to make fun of stoicism because I think if... If there's somebody out there listening, yeah, I think they probably gravitated towards it because they needed it. Yeah. Um, back to the Roman thing. Uh, it's also a way to make other people in the room seem dumber than you. <laughs> Andrew <laughs> said, I think about the Roman Empire multiple times a day. My arm sleeve is actually Roman themed. So he's got tattoos of the Roman uh, Empire. He's not a stoic, though. I don't know. We'll oh. have to find out. The Locker Room, only on Chris. All right, we um, pretty much knew that Jimmy was going to go out of his way to drink. Yeah, if you on don't, the weekend. so we're in the middle of a celebrity death pool punishment. We celebrity death pool. We each choose four, five people. Yeah, if they die, one of them dies. Then that person who has them wins, and then we repick. And there's a punishment. So Jimmy and I, our punishment is we can only drink boxed wine for the month of September if we're drinking alcohol. Yeah, Jimmy's been caught a couple of times. I drinking love how beer. you're including yourself in it. Still. Well, if I want to drink booze, I mean, I'm not drinking for the year. It's been about seven months, but. Uh, if I want to drink, it would have to be boxed wine. Um, Jimmy's been caught stealing a few times, so he's had to give up some picks. So what are you down to? You're down to three picks? Three picks. Yeah. Okay, so the way we did it last time, we did rock, paper, scissors to steal a bit. Yeah, um, one Jimmy of us will get to choose. literally left the building, drove to the closest bar to the radio literally, station. Literally, yeah. Kicked the door down, sat down, and went, give me a beer! Give me the biggest beer you got. I'm not even kidding. Oh, no, not at all. I I was yelling, bring me a beer as I was coming in the bar. And your closest friend sent us a picture immediately. Yeah. The show ended at 10. We were out of here at like 12 after, Mm -hmm. quarter after 12. We had a picture in our text by 1035. Of Jimmy drinking a beer. Yeah. uh, I didn't even know bars open that soon. To be fair, he was worried about Army Chris making fun of him for drinking wine. That's why he they would have. He had to drink beer because then we went back to continue drinking at his house and switch to rye. You know, as you do, as you do. <laughs> All right, so um, you got the picks open. So he has on his list: Christina Applegate, Bruce Willis, and Michael J. Fox left. So okay, I yeah. think I I said that if I won today, I'd take Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I was. You were going to take Willis. Bruce Willis. Okay, so, so best of three. Best of three. Rock, okay, so it's paper, rock, scissors. paper, scissors, and then yeah. boom. Rock, rock, paper, scissors. scissors. No, you do not. Rock, paper, scissors. What? Hold on. How do you do it? Why am I blanking? Uh, What are you talking about? Rock, paper, scissors. Why don't you do three, two? Okay. Gotcha. That's one for you. Yeah. This is great radio. eh? (laughs) This is great radio. (laughs) 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 Great radio. So you're taking. Michael J. Fox? That makes you a terrible person. It does. You are a horrible human being. <laughs> I'll own it. What's the wager for the... Oh, uh, push-ups. Yeah, the losers on this one have to do 100 push-ups a day for a month. You might start working out a little bit beforehand here, old two-pick. Welcome to the locker room. Brits in the news. 
Britney Spears. Yeah, this sort of ties into the conversation we were having with uh, uh, last week about her and that she has uh, very poor choices <laughs> for partners. Yeah. So she split up with her husband. Yeah, he left her, right? He left her. There were some cheating allegations and everything else, and then he left her. And then uh, so this is what came out is that she recently had a, a fling with her housekeeper. Who is a convicted criminal, <laughs> Paul Richard? And have you seen him? Yeah, he. Uh... You can tell he's a convict. <laughs> he's even wearing like a. He's dressed like a convict. <laughs> Got the buttoned-up shirt. Ah, uh, he yeah. looks like an extra from Sons of Anarchy. Exactly. Yeah. How does that guy? How do you? Be, how does that how guy do you become? become- a As housekeeper a housekeeper for a millionaire. Spears, no one is looking after this woman. No. Who is I, doing her hiring? I, I just, I feel so bad for this girl. I don't know what it is. Explain this to me. Why am I still cheering for the Princess of Pop? It's because she's clearly sick. Right? Yeah. And like, she was, like, abused by her, like, you know, family took advantage of like, her. They yeah. took advantage of her. They and then kind of just left her there. Now she seems like she's on her own and she's... Not doing, doing those well. weird dancing videos that I wish she would stop doing. Me too. Well, Lachlan's got different reasons why he wishes she would stop doing those. <laughs> Can't control himself. He's like Jimmy around a pint of beer. <laughs> or a can. A, a, listen, a guilt boner's a thing. <laughs> Three, two, the locker rooms. Jimmy at the movies. I shall call him me. It's like being at the movies, but shorter. Don't ever go up to the drive-thru, okay? Always walk up to the counter. You know why? Okay, okay, okay. Okay. They f*** you at the drive-thru, okay? They f*** you at the drive-thru. They know you're going to be miles away before you find out you got f***ed, okay? They know you're not going to turn around and go back, so they don't care. I think I might be turning into Joe Pesci. (laughs) (laughs) I think you've been Joe Pesci for a long time, dude. Uh, Lethal Weapon 3. Was that 3? That's from 3, right? How many did they do with that? Uh, They did 4. They're working on a fifth. I was going to say, aren't they making a new one? Yeah. yeah. Um, so if we're choosing a Mel Gibson movie, yeah, we've got to get that out of the way. Jimmy's seen all the Lethal Weapons. He knows them all. Um, he's seen Braveheart. Oh, yeah. He's seen, <laughs> uh, you've seen um, What Women Want. Yeah, I'm yeah, a Helen, I'm that, a Helen that Hunt was, fan. That was... <laughs> <laughs> he said that. I'm a big fan of Helen Hunt. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, uh, remember her in Twister? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. Signs you've seen? Yes, we coming. had to do it. We did that for Jimmy at the movies. Uh, we Were Soldiers, have you seen? Yes, that's for a, sure. based that's on a, a true story. Movie. That's a good movie. Like, I kind of forgot you about know that what? one. All these movies that you're mentioning are yeah. really good movies. Yeah, he made And I think he movies. was a director of that one, too, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so, yeah. He was involved behind was. the scenes in that one. Yeah. I think you're right, yeah. Mad Max, you've seen all of I've them. I've seen all of them. Yeah, How many Mad obviously. Maxes are there? Um, There's four, four now. Four now? And that's, yeah. another, that's another franchise. But, but he wasn't in the fourth one. No, no. He was in Mad Max, Road Warrior, and then Thunderdome. The one with Sharice Theron is... Might so be good. my favorite. It's the best. It's yeah. so good. That's such a good movie. That is such a good movie. Um, is what I was thinking, and Mark texted it in. Um, was uh, so, oh, let's do something new. Then he has that new one on Netflix called um, On the Line. 
And I thought this one would work because in it, he's a radio host. Oh, I've seen this. I watched it one and, night. And the premise is he's on, on the radio and somebody calls in and they've kidnapped his family and he needs to go back and forth, keep them on the line before he blows up his family or something. So it's actually, Jimmy, it's really good. So I thought we could, and then Kevin Dillon's in that. We can go to the doors from there. I'm trying to think of the anybody else. It was a bunch of bit like no name yeah, actors in but that. But I saw one. Kevin Dillon is in it, so okay. I could go to Kevin Dillon. He's in a lot of stuff. So. All right. Did anything else pop up? Um, then it's hard to find one Jimmy hasn't seen. Fat Man, have you seen? Uh, no, I've heard of it. That's the Christmas that's, one. That's the one yeah. where he's Santa Claus and Lucy but he's, and but he's, is a hitman or something. Yeah. You've seen the Expendables? I've seen all the Expendables. Yeah. Um, Bird on a Wire is coming a couple times at Netflix. That's a long time ago. That's Goldie Hawn. I was just oh, saying that's Goldie yeah, Hawn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you've seen that. Um, yeah, so like it's hard to find one, so that's why I thought maybe something new. Passion of the Christ you've seen? Yeah, and you I read I, the book. You know what? I've never seen that. No, I would avoid it. Like no, the play, you but. you would not like it. It's done all all the way through. It's done in Hebrew, and it's subtitles. We'll just get Jimmy to translate it for you. All right. Um, anything else? The, Are we leaning on the Netflix? The Beaver with Jodie Foster. That's funny because I always get Jodie Foster and Helen Hunt mixed up. I I have to <laughs> really think about them as well. <laughs> like as soon as he said, "Remember Helen Hunt and Twister?" I was like, ah, "Wasn't that Jodie Foster?" <laughs> No. Okay, are you... Um, Tequila are, Sunrise? Are you settled on the... Yeah, let's... You know what? I watched it. I swear. I've heard I watched good things, it. When yeah. it first came out, it popped up as like an option when I went into Netflix, and I watched it one night. And I the the name of it doesn't fit the... Like, it doesn't stick with you. That's why when mm. you... Like, I completely gapped when you mentioned it, but it's... It's good, and and it's a radio thing. Yeah, he's a radio host, yeah, so it, and it makes sense. You're a professional broadcaster. He's a provocative and edgy radio host. So are you. Mark texted that one in. <laughs> All right, I like so it. So it's called On the Line? On the Line, it's on Netflix. We're doing On the Line. Hopefully that gets us into, because we got to get... We got to go horror movies for October. Oh, we need to work our way there. Yeah, yeah. So maybe this. Who, who did you? Kevin Dillon will lead us on a path. Okay. <laughs> You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Makes you seem pretty put together by comparison, hey? Catch the show live weekday mornings on ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.